self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity red and we are conversation con artists back for another fantastic episode if you want to find me come to twitter and or instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer, you can send it into our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook and send us a message on our Conversation Con Artists page. Um, so by the time y'all hear this, it still won't be Thanksgiving, but it's coming. <laughs> It'll be Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving Thursday. Thanksgiving is coming. You clearing out food. You, you know, making sure that if you are conscious of your health, you are eating a little bit lighter for the two days before Thanksgiving, because you know, when Thursday come, yeah, no holes barred. Nope. The whole weekend, actually. Like, I feel like from Thursday to like Monday, people just going to be eating shitty, but delicious. It's going to be so I'm so excited. I love to eat food. So what I have today is a list of what's supposed to be the 12 most popular Thanksgiving dishes in ranked order. So let's see if we agree with these. Okay. Starting at the low end, going down to number one. Number 12 is corn. And I don't think it, it any, however you make it, it could be corn on the cob. It could be a, whatever corn pudding is, fried corn, corn just corn. Pudding. Yeah. The fuck is that? I don't know. I think it's some, I think it's some white shit. Is it like vanilla pudding and they just put corn in it? Um, it's got corn and tomatoes. I don't know. 10 ears of corn, juice of a lime, butter, paprika. You then, eat corn? Yeah. For but Thanksgiving? No. <laughs> Nigga, I wasn't talking about just generally. I know you eat corn. I've seen you eat it. I'm saying. Never Thanksgiving. We oh. don't really have corn um, for Thanksgiving. So that that isn't even. Okay, so what do you have for Thanksgiving? What y'all normally have for Thanksgiving? Well, the regular Thanksgiving size. What, but for what us, is regular? corn, what we're we going to see is we go through this list. Okay, I guess we'll see then. So do you eat corn for Thanksgiving? Yep. Okay. But it makes sense because if you think about the time at which Thanksgiving was created, harvest time and shit, is you always got corn. I mean, yeah. Like, why wouldn't you eat corn on Thanksgiving? And then you're talking about Native Americans and pilgrims. You know, when you used to have those little celebrations as a kid, it just always used to be corn. We just don't have corn. <laughs> so I think it's normal. But, you know, let's talk about Thanksgiving, though. Thanksgiving is supposed to be the natives thanking the pilgrims is that what it's supposed to be they were supposed to be thanking each other for sharing their different cultural things like whatever they, it is that they each side brought to the table i mean it's bullshit if so you this look is at before the, the chicken pox blankets I mean, or was this after the chicken pox blankets i think this is not taking the chicken pox blankets into consideration at all like i feel like thanksgiving is like a holiday made up made to like take your attention away from what the fuck the pilgrims actually did to the native americans like i don't know that they actually all sat down and had a dinner and thanked each other like i just don't know that that happened i think it's let's not look at how ugly that piece of our history you know we do that we don't want to look at how ugly it is so we try to gloss over it. i think this is america this is us trying to gloss over the shit 
thanks for giving us this land that you didn't really give us, but we beat your ass for. Pretty much. So, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm reading the article. There's a lot of misinformation about the pilgrims. American kids learned that the pilgrims came to the New World in search of religious freedom, freedom, and they dressed only in black and white and wore buckles on their shoes. No, no, and no. <laughs> the pilgrims left Britain in search of religious freedom, but found it in Holland in the early 1600s, where they found a high degree of religious tolerance. The reason they wanted to come to the New World and establish a colony was to preserve their English identity and for economic reasons. Also, they didn't wear buckles on their shoes, and pilgrim women dressed in colors, including red, green, blue, violet, while men wore a variety of colors, too. We just come to learn that history is a whole bunch of poppycock. Yeah. <laughs> poppycock. <laughs> you know that's the name of like glazed popcorn? Yes. Poppycock. I re- I first learned and started using the word from Stewie on uh, Family Guy because he <laughs> said it a couple of times in, there, in the early. In the earlier episodes. Earlier seasons of that. That's but funny. Anyway. No, it's bullshit. It is. Thanks for giving us chicken pox that we didn't have treatment for. Yeah. Okay. And stealing our shit. And like giving us like square pieces to live on. I think, I mean, I think I'm, the time might be off of me. It, I think it might be a couple hundred years later than when they arrived in the new world, but whatever. Still the same bullshit. Go for it. Uh, number 11, glazed carrots. Glazed carrots. Yes. Nope. I don't, glazed carrot. What do you put on the carrots for glaze? Uh, I don't know. Are they little? Are they cut up, chopped up carrots? They're slices of carrots with some kind of a glaze on it. Who the fuck? First of all, let me just say this. I'm not a carrot person. I've never been a big carrot person. Like sometimes if I get like a vegetable tray and it has the carrot, I might dip some in some ranch and eat it. Like every, and that's if ain't no more broccoli. That's if ain't no more celery. I'm really not a carrot person. So if I went to my family um, dinner on Thursday and they had glazed carrots, I'm not touching them shits. They're just going to sit there. I, I wouldn't eat them. Uh, I like carrots. Carrots are delicious. I like carrot cake. Mm-hmm. Now I, don't I do like carrot cake, though. I don't necessarily eat carrots by themselves all the time because I, I only buy them when I need them for something. But, I, you know, I'm skeptical about eating orange foods. <laughs> Generally speaking, but do you eat sweet potatoes? A sweet no. potato pie. You don't. What? I mean, I, I've started eating sweet potatoes <gasps> recently. I I buy bags of sweet potatoes and bake them and just eat the sweet potatoes like a baked sweet. Potato. They ain't sweet. They are. They are not. They sweet. are sweet in comparison to white potatoes. But that ain't sweet. It is. That's sweet. just not not sweet. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> That's just not overly starchy and no sugar. It's like. <laughs> A little bit of natural sugar and orange, and that's it. We've had this conversation before. Sweet potatoes are sweet. They are. No. Yes, they are. Well, I don't know what the fuck your taste buds doing, <laughs> but it ain't sweet. Okay? You grew up in a house where your grandma put like tons of diabetes into everything she made, so your definition of sweet is different. No. I think by the sugar content. Sugar content don't mean you can call some shit sweet. You know what I'm saying? If you put a speckles of sugar into something and you eat it and it don't taste sweet, then But a sweet potato sweet. tastes sweet to no, me. No, it tastes sweeter than a regular potato. But it tastes it just tastes sweet on its own. Whatever. <laughs> potato, potato. <laughs> no glazed care. But yeah, orange shit is weird to me. It's orange. I don't be eating no pumpkins. I don't eat sweet potatoes. <laughs> I don't eat orange artificially flavored shit. Unless it come in a pack, like orange Skittles or orange dots, I eat them. But 
I don't know. I'm skeptical, skeptical about orange natural shit. I don't know why. That's uh, weird. Do you eat oranges? Oranges ain't really orange, though. Nigga, what you mean? They not orange. I mean, the outside is orange. You don't <laughs> eat the outside of it. The inside the of it is like is this orange. faded ass, watered down version of orange. But a carrot is orange as shit. It is. It is. Yeah. What else is orange? Besides oranges, I don't... Would cantaloupe count as orange? Nah, I like the kind of orange that I care about, I guess. I don't know. I don't like cantaloupe. It's hard to find. But a good I wouldn't eat carrot. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have sliced carrots laid out over Thanksgiving. You didn't do shit to it. Put some glaze on it. Apparently, you make well, a glaze. Well, I need to know what the glaze is. I'm skeptical about glaze when it comes to white people cooking. I need to know what glaze means. Just glaze. It's just glazed carrots. I don't know. Candy yams. Yes, this number 10, this would probably be my number one because I fucking love sweet potatoes. <laughs> so I think from the f- first three items, we can deduce that this is a white people list. Yes. <laughs> because yams is a far way too down down too low for this. Yeah, it would be way situation. on the plate, man. Listen, candy yams. And did you know there's a difference between a yam and a sweet potato? Yes. I accidentally bought some yams. Not good. They don't. It's not the same. I make sure I one get one of them is older and one of them is younger, right? I don't know what the difference is. I know taste wise that the yams are not sweet. Now yams are not sweet. <laughs> yams are not naturally sweet. Or I got some bad yams. What if they mixed up the yams and uh, and sweet potatoes and yams is actually sweet potatoes and y- and sweet potatoes is actually yams? I doubt that that. All of this time, we still be calling them the wrong thing. You're right, because I'm sure that this is based on how they grow in the land yep. and all this shit. Like, that's why they eat the same thing. Yeah. But, you know, but yams are not good. So, this saying candy will, yams is more is candy sweet potatoes. Like, maybe white people use yams. We use sweet potatoes. We don't buy yams. So, I do make sweet potato souffle. Yes. Which is delicious. delicious. Yes, it is. You know, throw some butter in there, mm-hmm. some sugar, a little bit of coconut milk. And on the top of it, you get a mixture of butter, flour, and brown sugar. And you bake it up, and it's going to crust over on the top. So you have a nice little crust. You can put pecans in it if you like. Have a little nice little crust with a crunch with the sweet potato. And it's, it's just delicious. Yeah. Make that. But it's I more like a dessert by the time 10. I make it. That's so fucking But ridiculous. Candy, I saw, I saw a meme that had a, uh, you know, one of them. Oh, know, see, they say sweet potato casserole. They're using it interchangeable. Yams are not the same, though. It's definitely a white list. Sweet potato pie is on number 10. The fuck? Yes, it's definitely white. Sweet potato pie and yams all together? Yep. I think they're using yams and sweet potato interchangeably, but it's not the same. Because sweet potatoes and yams are different. But I I did not know that myself until I, again, I I saw it. I was like, oh, shit, I was in Sprouts. And I saw a sign that said yams. And I was like, oh, shit, it's a different thing. Like, and I was so in my mind or my experience when I buy sweet potatoes, the oranger the potato is, the sweeter it is. Yams are really orange. So I was like, oh shit, these gonna be delicious. So I bought a bag of yams, baked that shit, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I might as well have got a white potato. This but it's is something disgusting. you can fix. Yeah, eat? you could make you know put cinnamon and butter and yeah, but I don't have to do that to a sweet potato. I just eat it. I don't have to put all that shit in there. But I had to for the yams to make it edible. I was I saw a meme that that said uh that moment when the candied yams and the macaroni and cheese meet together to make black people excellent. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. This definitely is not a blacklist because this should be like two. If, especially if it got sweet potato pies in it. Yeah. Mind you, neither one of those things that I really fool with, but I know how serious people are about it. Oh, yeah. My mom had to make my brothers their own pie because they eat so much of it. She just started making them their own fucking pie. So that everybody could have some pie. Because these niggas would eat an entire pie. And then you'd be like, where the fuck is the pie? <laughs> so she had to start making them their own pies. That's how serious it is. Nom, nom, nom. So. Um, uh, see, this is some white shit. <laughs> Number nine is creamed spinach. <laughs> creamed spinach. I didn't even know that was the thing. We don't. We definitely don't have this. I... Um, we don't have cream spinach. We have collard greens with <laughs> ham, hawks, and bacon in it. And it looks gr- It looks kind of like spinach dip. <laughs> I like cream spinach. I don't have a problem with cream spinach. I've never spinach. had cream spinach. Is it? What is it? It's just spinach mixed with some heavy cream and some other seasoning no. that, you know, keep you from having to do a lot of work to the greens for the flavor. Because, you know, greens by themselves... Yeah. It's, it's really bitter. Yeah. You know, and so you got to do stuff to it to make but it unbitter. black people sprinkle a little of that black magic on them and it's delicious. Yeah, there's <laughs> that called ham hocks and bacon. <laughs> and if you don't eat pork, smoke turkey legs mm-hmm. you know, or smoke turkey wings. You know, that can take the place of it. Number eight is Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. We don't eat those Brussels either. sprouts straight stink. <laughs> I tried to eat Brussels sprouts. It it didn't work. It's the apartment was stinking for two days. <laughs> it smelled like trash. Yeah, they said doctor it up with some bacon and maple syrup. That sounds disgusting. I tried to make Brussels sprouts. Yeah. And I always thought they were like, I was trying to figure out if they were like little cabbages. Many cabbages. Or, or little lettuces. Say. Many cabbages. That's what they are? Yeah. Then how can cabbage be so delicious? <laughs> and Brussels sprouts, Brussels sprouts smell like elephant ass. <laughs> I don't know what elephant ass smells like. I was just like. going to say, why elephant ass? I don't know. It just mm-hmm. seems like when my apartment smelled like Brussels sprouts, <laughs> it, it might as well have been an elephant walking around. Have farting. I ever eaten? <laughs> I don't know that I've ever eaten Brussels sprouts. I don't know. Probably not. I would say they overrated, but ain't no don't nobody talk about them. So they probably rated exactly where they should be. But they're number eight on this list. I don't know what that's about. Me either. Oh, okay. So I take it back. They were talking about sweet potato casserole, but apparently that's separate from candy yams. Okay. Because number seven is sweet potato casserole. That's still too far down sweet on the list. Sweet potato casserole. That's still too far out. We do eat that, but this is too far down on the list. <laughs> sweet potato souffle. It should be closer to number one. Number seven? No. What's sweet potato casserole look like? Don't do you just say you make sweet potato souffle? I make sweet potato souffle. I'm trying to think of what the difference is. Uh, is the difference that they put marshmallows they put on top marshmallows of it? marshmallows on top. Yeah, I don't do marshmallows on top. So. Nah. That might be the. I mean, maybe that's the only difference. I don't think my. That's my she don't put no. We don't have no marshmallows. No yeah. marshmallows. I've seen it, though, with marshmallows on it. Like, when we have. We have my boss is an idiot, not an idiot. She just really likes parties. So we always have like a Christmas dinner and sometimes somebody's brought it and they do have uh, marshmallows on it. So, But normally no marshmallows. 
Yeah, I don't use marshmallows. I just straight, I told y'all what I put on top of my souffle, and it is delicious. <laughs> it is good. Uh, see, this, this. That's this number seven. That was number seven. This is definitely a white Look, list. Look, let's not, we don't have to keep harping on how white the list okay. is. All we right. know that this list is white. <laughs> it don't reflect. I guess at the end, we can go back and plug where we think need to go where it need to okay. go. Green bean casserole. My grandmama loved making green bean casserole. We don't have, well, no, we just have green beans. It's the blandest tasting, yeah. creamy bean thing I've never had. Like We just have green beans. Why do all that to beans? <laughs> and the thing is, the beans are just vastly overcooked in green bean casserole, the, the ones that I've had. Oh, like, yeah. They're kind it's of like slimy. they're just mush. Yeah. Like if they were... If they chew like some semblance of green beans, then I think it would be better yeah. to me. But I don't want just some mashed potato textured green bean stuff. What? Yeah, we I don't. don't we just have green beans. They don't. We don't do casserole. Just be green beans. And when I make green beans, I make them like my collard greens with bacon, <laughs> ham, hawk, smoked turkey legs, like. Is is not going to be very healthy. Now, let me just tell <laughs> I you. I feel that. like Thanksgiving's not supposed to be. That's that's just that's the one time of year that and Christmas where you're supposed to just eat what the fuck ever. Like. It's a trap. How is it a trap? It's smoking mirrors. <laughs> because they gave them turkey before they gave them chicken pox blankets. <laughs> We're gonna get them good and stuffed and fat. <laughs> They're gonna get the itis and they don't need to take a what? Anybody, anybody raise your hand. A nap. Exactly. They gonna need to take a nap. When they take that nap, what they need? It's cold outside. What they need? A blanket. Hey, they need blankets. And you know what kind of blankets we got? <laughs> we got the kind with chicken pox on them. We win. Bam. That is terrible. We got to make it delicious so they know that we we on their side. That's what we going to do. I'm sorry. Continue. Number five is something that I don't eat, but it is included. I just don't eat it. Cranberry sauce. I just don't. Why don't like you it. eat cranberry sauce? Because it makes... What are you supposed to eat it with? Dressing? Cornbread like, dressing? I don't like sweet things. I don't like to make things sweet that I feel like shouldn't be sweet. And first off, first off, cranberry is a fruit. It's sweet. It is a naturally sweetened fruit. Do you eat fruit? I do. Uh, by itself, I don't mix my fruit with cornbread and shit. I eat cranberries. But I don't eat cranberry sauce. <laughs> what? Why not? Because I don't want to make my dressing sweet, or I don't want to make my turkey sweet, or whatever it is that you I eat with it. I don't know why you're so infatuated with not making things sweet. What you're doing is complimenting <laughs> it with flavors that happen to have some sweetness in it. Like, what happened between you and Sugar <laughs> and Cats and Captain America when you were little? I just have never liked cats because they're buttholes. And maybe it's because our personalities are too closely aligned. I don't know. I've just never liked cats. Something happened with you in that. I've never been a cat person. And I just don't like sweet stuff. Like, I don't eat honey barbecue chicken because I don't like it to be sweet. <laughs> so, I'll eat cranberry sauce for the same reason. But like, you eat things that have a sweet component that you would regard as delicious. Such as? Such as almost everything I cook. But it don't taste sweet. You might put sugar in it. I don't taste the sugar. I don't. It doesn't taste sweet to me. So it's psychological <laughs> because it tastes sweet to me. It is sweet. It has enough sugar in it to be considered as sweet. But you eat it and you don't know it's sweet and it's just delicious now. No, I would feel like.
like I like what what is it that you put sugar in to the point where it should taste sweet mm-hmm. that I've eaten? Mm-hmm. You can't have that because <laughs> <laughs> then you're gonna be trying to psychologically. <laughs> eat weasel your way out of eating the stuff that I cook, and we not doing that. You just gonna eat it. You are gonna enjoy it, and that's what it's gonna it be. It doesn't taste sweet to me. Whatever it is that you put all this sugar in, it doesn't taste sweet to me. Which is why I you eat a it. lot of them. See now, I... nothing that you make tastes sweet that's not supposed to be sweet to me. Listen, y'all. The last time I cooked some food, the la- most of the time I cook some food, I have. Sweet cornbread. The oh, last yeah. time I made cornbread unsweet on purpose, and she was just gonna avoid it. Cause I thought it was sweet. Cause you always make sweet cornbread. So I was. You had to tell me that. You didn't put the sugar in it. It's psychological. Cause I just assumed that it was. You put sugar in your bread. You so got I sugar just, trauma. I, but I eat. Can, I like sweet things. I eat tons of candy. So it's not like I don't like sweet stuff. I just don't like it. To so be what you have is this irrational <laughs> line of separation yes. between what you believe should be sweet yes. versus what you believe shouldn't be sweet. Why is it and irrational? for some irrational reason, Why is it irrational? you don't think they should ever mix. No, I don't want them to. It's the same way that some people don't like their foods to touch. I don't mind my food. If I make a plate of something, I pile stuff. I don't give a shit about that. Some people can't stand for their foods to touch. This is the same thing. I don't like for my flavors to mix. <laughs> I want it to be separate. I just don't like sweet stuff. So, so I don't eat like, cranberry sauce. It sounds like you shouldn't even care to eat sweet potatoes. Why not? Because they sweet. But they're sweet potatoes. They're not just the white potato. That's, if I ever cooked a white potato that was sweet, I would have a problem with that. When I have a sweet potato, I expect it to be sweet because it's a sweet potato. But if I had a white potato that was sweet, that would be a problem. Need to readjust. No. Mm-hmm. No. You could readjust. No. Because you eat a whole bunch of my stuff. You never <laughs> said. The you only thing you me... never said, this is too sweet, is cornbread. Yes. And you avoided it. Yep. <laughs> I can't tell you. Because I know what you're going to do. <laughs> you're going to bullshit your way out of meals because you put sugar in that. <laughs> Just eat it delicious again if i if it doesn't taste sweet like i know some of the stuff that i eat like they they might put sugar in it but it isn't the it's not the um main taste so if it doesn't taste sweet i'm okay with it i'm not saying that you can't put sugar in it but like if it's sweet because you put so much sugar in it i got a problem with that like honey mustard i don't eat that because it's too sweet and i don't want my chicken to be sweet because chicken isn't supposed to be sweet same reason i've never had chicken and waffles i don't want to put syrup on my chicken then why should it be seasoned? If chicken ain't supposed to be anything, then why don't you just eat your chicken just barely cooked with no salt on it? If you're using the core base of what something is created as to be a reason why it shouldn't be sweet, then why don't you just eat chicken unseasoned? I'm black. We flavor our shit. So I have some flavor. I just don't want it to be sweet flavor. flavor. Sweet is a flavor. I don't want that particular. Sugar is a seasoning. I don't want that particular flavor. Not for my chicken. For my sweet potato casserole, sure. <laughs> For my chicken, there actually no meat. I don't eat any meat sweet. Chicken, fish, turk, none of it. So, like, I won't even get those salads that have those salads that have fruit and shit. I've never eaten one of those because I don't think a salad is supposed to be sweet. So I don't eat salads with fruit in it or that fruit vinaigrette shit. I don't eat that because it's not supposed to be sweet. It's a salad. But I'm Irrational. I'm a, <laughs> I'm taking it that you do eat cranberry sauce. 
Yes. Okay. I make my own cranberry sauce. I don't eat it. I make my own good old delicious. Because I can't find anything sauce. to eat it with. I don't have a problem with the sauce itself, but I'm just not gonna eat it with like the stuff people traditionally eat it with. So I just don't eat it. You eat it by itself. It ain't that good to eat. Just eat cranberry sauce. Yes. Mm-mm. Well, not the jelly kind. Not the pack. If, if I make it, then you yeah. Can eat wait, it by they itself. don't. Look, my aunt cooked dinner for like her whole immediate family. So she cut corners when she can. She ain't making I'm no just, cranberry it's, sauce. It's, for me, it's about meshing different flavors. And you know, it ain't like I need to have everything sweet. There is a place for cornbread that ain't sweet. Just like for me, it's a place for cornbread that is sweet. It's a place for uh, turkey or meat that isn't sweet, and there's a place for it that is sweet. You just absolutely cut off like yes. 60% of the possibilities <laughs> of your deliciousness combination because you're not willing to accept that there are things that could just have a different flavor profile when it's sweet. But I'm okay with the 40% of things that I do eat. I'm happy with that 40 I guess I'm gonna have to just keep inception in this food on your ass. <laughs> uh, number four, rolls. We don't have rolls. We rolls. have cornbread. <laughs> we don't have cornbread. We have rolls. Really? Yeah, because we have cornbread dressing. Like it's we what? have corn. Well, okay, so <laughs> so you have dressing on your plate and cornbread. See, nah, <laughs> you ain't supposed to do that. But but this is why <laughs> I cornbread with my sweet potatoes i can't eat the dressing with the sweet potatoes so (laughs) you mean to tell me that you don't want cornbread that is already sweet but you will put regular ass cornbread in a sweet dish and eat it sweet in that way it's not in it like i'll just eat it with it but yeah it's the same well yeah in your mouth there's a there's a scoop of cornbread and sweet potato mm-hmm. at the same time. Yes. So See, I have to your have your argument is breaking down <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. That's one of the uh, that is an exception to the rule, and I eat nuts and peppermint. So That's you mean to tell to me you won't put cranberry juice or cranberry sauce in dressing, no. but you will put cornbread and sweet potato? Yeah. Your argument <laughs> is extremely flawed. <laughs> we ain't gotta go into it, but I just want to let you know it's all kinds of <laughs> fucked up. So we have cornbread. We don't have. Do I have? Maybe she. I don't even think she has rolls as an option. Maybe she does. I'll have to. I, I don't know. We have so much food. It's it's hard to remember. But I know for sure we have like cornbread and we have cornbread dressing. Cause it's not the same. Like why you say you can't have both? Cornbread is not cornbread dressing. Cornbread is an ingredient in the dressing, but it ain't dressing. It don't change you in double ass cornmeal <laughs> and flour. Okay. <laughs> That it don't change that just yeah. because the cornbread dressing got some chicken in it and got <laughs> some broth in it and got some different seasonings in it, mm-hmm. maybe vegetables depending mm-hmm. on how you do it. Yeah, don't mean it ain't cornbread the same thing. Doesn't taste the same. <laughs> of course not because you don't put the seasonings in cornbread exactly. that you put in cornbread dressing. So we have cornbread and cornbread dressing. I have a plate. You ain't your ass ain't finna sit here and act like both of them things ain't cornbread <laughs> just because they different. Okay, it's like saying we eat both. chicken and turkey, but it ain't meat. <laughs> we do have chicken and turkey. They both meat. They both chickens. They both give you the same, maybe a slightly different level of protein and nutrients. <laughs> the same way as that damn cornbread versus the cornbread dressing. 
I guess. No. You know now. No, I mean, I still would want to have cornbread for my sweet potatoes, though. So, like, if I went to somebody's house that didn't have cornbread, I probably wouldn't eat the sweet potatoes. Unless it was, like... And when I say sweet potato, I'm not talking about, like, a souffle or, like, a casserole, but just, like, yams. I wouldn't eat the yams without cornbread. Were you a picky-eating child? Yeah. What did you hate as a child? Um, Pretty much the same stuff I hate now. Like, I wouldn't eat sweet. <laughs> you was like a chicken nugget kid? Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't Just eat. chicken nuggets? I eat dry chicken nuggets. I don't dip them in the sauce. Unless it's buffalo sauce. That's the only sauce. If they don't have buffalo sauce, I won't get no sauce for my nuggets. I'll just eat them by themselves. So I eat dry meat. I'm a sauce boss. I get every sauce every time I go somewhere. <laughs> I want to see the difference in tastes and textures and flavors. So you was a curious-ass kid. So I'm not that curious. What do you mean curious? As far as like... No <laughs> I had eat or get my ass beat. That's what I had. Well, I didn't have eat or get my ass beat, but it was eat or be hungry. And sometimes, because I'm stubborn, I just be like, well, fine. <laughs> I'm not going to eat then. That didn't work out for you. What do you mean it didn't work out? It didn't. That never worked out for kids. Yeah. I mean, I would eat like what I. So, let's see. I'm trying. Liver. With my mom loved liver, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know, ain't no kid nowhere like liver, and I don't like liver as an adult now. It's disgusting. I don't know why the fuck my mama like it. So anytime she would make liver, I just would have no meat with my it's dinner. It's oddly interesting. Liver yeah. is disgusting. If it's fried, she would fry it. No, it's oddly interesting. No, I hated I it. it. I hated it. I so. eat it, but I don't know why. I, put like that. I wouldn't eat it. So like I would have the ve- whatever the vegetable was, bread, no meat. I don't want no fucking um, no fucking liver. That's disgusting. It wasn't good. It's good for you. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm a kid. The fuck I care about what's good for me. It's nasty. I don't want to eat it. So I wouldn't eat it. So I would have no meat with my dinner. And I would prefer to not have it than to eat fucking liver. It's disgusting. But yeah, I was. Um, a picky child. But okay. picky in my house did not mean that you got to choose something else. You just didn't get nothing. Like, it was either liver or no meat. <laughs> so, sometimes, because I was stubborn, I just went out on meat. I got you. Number three, mac and cheese. I get people eat this. I'm lactose intolerant. Don't eat macaroni and cheese. But I know that it's a very popular dish. And we do have macaroni and cheese. I just don't eat it. It's very delicious. I just, I never really developed a taste for cheese because I couldn't have it. And now I can have it in like small amounts, but because I never developed a taste for it, I'm just like, eh. So I probably could eat mac and cheese like a little bit. I just don't like how it tastes because I just never developed a cheese taste because I couldn't eat it. You should. Now that you can in small quantities, Man. you should. Mm. You I should. just don't really like it. I don't eat cheeseburgers. I could eat a cheeseburger, but. I don't like cheese like that, so I There's, never it, have cheese on my like burgers. There's like 40 different ways macaroni and cheese exist. You can't sit here and say, I don't like none of it because it don't taste good. I just, you don't like it because you done tricked yourself into not feeling like you should like it because you couldn't have it. But now no, that you can have because, it, you should. No, that's not true because I eat ice cream in little doses. So I that would have done the same thing with the ice cream, but I like ice cream, and so I have it in small doses because I like how ice cream tastes. Specific kinds, not all ice cream. I don't eat chocolate. When have you had macaroni and cheese? When's the last time I had it? When have you had it to form this opinion? That I mean, you don't I like used it? to get it whenever it was available, just trying, but I just 
So how do you know the person it. that you was trying it from just couldn't cook it? I've tried different ones. Like my again, we have a, a fucking staff dinner every year. And every year somebody either somebody will make mac and cheese or we'll get it from somewhere. And I'll try a little bit of it, but I just don't like I just don't like I'm not a cheese person. Like I see people eating like cheese, the little slices and stuff, like buy stuff. That, ugh, no, I'm just not a big cheese person. Psychological. I just don't like cheese. Same thing with milk. I I couldn't have milk, but I I drink lactate. That ain't milk. It is milk without that lactose ain't in motherfucking it. Have milk. you drank it yet? No. You, you were supposed to try it because you kept it saying that it's not milk. It's not. It is milk. It's milk without the lactose. It ain't I, milk. It is milk. <laughs> it is still milk. They just removed the lactose. I'm telling you, as somebody who's had real milk and had all of these alternatives, lactate is milk. It just don't have a, um, the lactose in it. So I can digest it. Mm-mm. And even that, I mean, I have it with cereal, but I don't drink milk. Like, I don't have cookies of milk because I, I just never developed a taste for these things because I couldn't have it. So I'm just like, yeah. Now I can have it, but I just... It don't matter. I didn't live 32 years the way it is. So <laughs> it don't matter at this point. Um, but yeah, mac and cheese is definitely a popular one. Stuffing. We don't really have stuffing. That is the black equivalent of dressing. Oh, okay. <laughs> the white equivalent of dressing. The white equivalent of dressing. Okay. Okay. Because I was like, we don't have stuffing. So stuffing is their dressing. Okay. Except we use cornbread, they use like white bread. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds gross. I mean Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can only say yeah, I eat I eat white bread. So I mean it's ways to dock it up to make it, you know, taste. I agree with it decent. being number two if it's dressing, not stuffing. But for dressing is definitely like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to have dressing for Thanksgiving. I, I like even when we go to every house I go to on Thanksgiving, they are serving dressing. Bart, they're they going to have that. So what's number one? Number one. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. <laughs> Mashed potatoes. <laughs> Why the hell is mashed potatoes number one? I have no fucking idea. What the fuck? How mashed potatoes beat out dressing slash stuffing? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Don't <laughs> don't get it wrong. Dressing and stuffing ain't synonymous. That's just the white people's equivalent. Like that's flavored bread. Now dressing <laughs> is flavored bread too. It's flavored cornbread, but. Those two things are different. Let's let's not conflate the two. Mashed potatoes are not number one in black households. Do we even have mashed potatoes? I don't even I know do. that we, we do. do. Maybe we, we do. I make mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving. We might have them. I don't know. I like mashed potatoes. I do too. If it has gravy. I don't like. I don't eat mine with gravy. Why? And my mashed potatoes have cheese in it. You can still put gravy on it. No, <laughs> no, they cheesy mash. If you get a loaded baked potato, you don't put gravy on that, do you? No. Would you? No. Well, that's it the wouldn't same even concept. be an option. It's not gonna be an that's option for a baked. What are loaded mashed potatoes from a restaurant? I mean, get... you could ask for it. They put it on there. I wouldn't ask for it. Exactly. No. But now I'm curious to know what that would taste like. 
Now I have to may have to try it next time I go mm-hmm. to a restaurant. Sounds... Like let me get a little gravy on the side. No, no gravy. Um so that what's missing off this list? I don't eat these chitlins. Don't eat them, but there will be chitlins at my aunt's house for sure. I don't chitlins. eat them. Yeah. That shit definitely shouldn't be on the list. Uh, it's gonna be a lot of that people that side. disagree That's with you. Chitlins ain't a side. I feel like it is, cause you still get tur. It ain't like you gonna get chitlins or turkey. Like, what do you mean? I get all that shit too. But that don't <laughs> mean like meats to me are not sides. And just because it come from the inside of the pig instead of the the meat, <sighs> chitlins are pig intestines. I don't yes, know who are. don't know that at this point, but it's disgusting. That's a meat. Ugh. That ain't a side. And if it was a side, it wouldn't go on my list. It wouldn't go on my list either, but it's a lot of people that would disagree with that, that would put... Because a lot of people eat it. I just can't get past the texture and what it is. This is Thanksgiving. Like, ain't nobody should say Chitlin should be on that list. I'm telling you. <laughs> Goddamn. Chitlin's wasn't even around back then, number one. Well, but it doesn't... This is what people have on Thanksgiving. Well, regardless of whether or not it was back, done back then or not, this we just talking about what are the top Thanksgiving dinner meals that we have now or sides that we have I'm now. Chitlins is on there. Like I don't eat them. I don't. They're disgust. They smell horrible. They look gross. They have a weird texture. I don't understand it. But people again, that's one of the, my mom made them. My aunt makes them. When we go to people's house, a lot of them have chitlins. I don't eat them, but it is a very popular part of In determining what should be on this list and what's valuable on this list, I'm when it's come to something that's questionable, I'm cross-referencing it with what is a traditional Thanksgiving food. If somebody asks what you eat for Thanksgiving and they say steak and shrimp, you're going to be like, no turkey? You know, like, is we have traditional well, foods. But chitlins if, is one of those. Like, we talking they're going to be like, chitlins? But not, really? not black people. Because, first of all, we didn't really get Thanksgiving as slaves. And chitlins are a thing because that was what we got was the leftover shits. And so we had to make do with that. So, for black people, it is a part of a Thanksgiving meal. Ain't no make-do food finna be in no damn top 12 list of shit for black people. Some black families, probably yes. But hell, them same black families just eat fucking chitlins every weekend too. No, they don't. Who eat chitlins? On? No, all it's a chitlin season. It's a chitlin season, right? I guess. All the time I see chitlins is Thanksgiving. I don't ever see nobody fucking with no chitlins outside of Thanksgiving. I don't think people just around here on regular weekends just eating chitlins. I don't think that's how that go. I think that is during Thanksgiving. I'm going to have to do a Facebook. Ask them. And Facebook messages. I would be very surprised if people just on a regular Saturday just eating <laughs> chitlins. Now, like after Thanksgiving with all the leftovers and stuff, like I think Thanksgiving is when people eat chitlins. I don't think they eat it any other time of the year. I really don't. I would be surprised. When I ask the question, should I put chitlins like with an apostrophe at the end or should I put chitterlings? You know, I don't know about to say chitterlings. I'm just saying, say when you buy them at Walmart, that's what you buy. That's what it say, but you know it's chitlins. <laughs> I think I think they might know both ways. Yeah, I mean, they're going to probably laugh at you for saying chitterlings. I don't eat them. I don't eat them either. They're gro- I just, I, I done know. tried them. They're gross. Like, I, ugh, no. I don't know how the fuck. Ugh, no. Um, What else is, mi- what's missing off the list? Uh, collard greens. Yes. 
collard greens, stews, uh, cream Call spinach. Collards or turnips. One of the two. Cream spinach. I don't care. Mustard greens, turnips, yep. collard greens. Some type of greens. They all get the bacon treatment <laughs> and the hog moss treatment as far as I'm concerned. So I don't really care which one is which. Yeah. They all get the treatment. But, um, yeah. Collard greens is missing. Actual green beans is yes, missing. Yes, actual we green beans. We talked about that. Yeah. What else do I make? Because we don't have casserole. Um. I make a broccoli casserole. My aunt makes this. Something to put cheese in. Potato. It's like potatoes and green beans together. Like, I don't know what you call it. It's just slices of potato and green beans that are cooked together. Potato beans. I don't know. But she, she has that green beans and, and like chunks of potato. My aunt makes a uh, pink panther salad, which is, is like a, uh, it's like a dessert. It got like a, Pecans in it, some fruit. It's like a creamed. It's pink and just it's pink. I don't. I don't know. And my grandma used to make the most horrific, <laughs> horrible thing that anybody could ever make on Thanksgiving. All right. She used to make a congealed salad. That sounds disgusting. So, you know when Jello first came out, Ugh. right? Yeah. It wasn't about flavoring jello the way that we eat it today. It was about using that gelatin to put different foods in so that you can eat a combination of a bunch of foods together. You can go Google it, look up them old ass for it. That's what it was for. They said, hey, you can make a, a salad, so to speak, where you have all of these different foods in one place and you can cut it. My grandma used to put the most oddly textured bullshit ass foods in it okay she used to make a congealed salad mind you this is a see-through thing so inside of it you can see (laughs) olives with the pimentos pecans (laughs) uh, english peas what and there's one more thing she used to put in that shit oh my god i can't remember but either like. way, I think them might have been the only three. I don't I don't know. I was a kid and I can fucking see through it and see what it, I never ate it. I never ate it. But I know now as an adult that you got a jello gelatin textured thing, a crunchy pecan textured thing, a English pea textured thing, which is kind of like gr- kind of gritty on the inside, and an olive. Things that are the most far textured things away. Why would you eat that? <laughs> but my grandmama made it every year. My granddaddy ate it every year. Did and then when my grandmama died, my mama started making it for my granddaddy, which my mama can't cook, period. So Ugh. you don't really have to cook congealed salad, but I feel like it was fucked up when she did it. <laughs> but I ain't never eat it. That is disgusting. I ain't eating nothing, first of all, that's jello that you can see. Through. I don't even eat that. And jello. you know what? This at this point in time, right, in my life. I was young enough for Jello to have been the only thing I cared about, the color kind that you eat with flavors uh-huh. in it. So she grew up without that, with that congeal shit. So I'm a kid, and I'm saying, what is this <laughs> je- clear Jello shit that ain't got no flavor to it, that got these dumbass nuts and fruits and random shit in it? Granny. But I, I didn't say that. I, I just don't even none. eat Jello because I don't like the texture of Jello. the the close The only time that I will fuck with Jello is like the rare times when I've been somewhere that had Jello shots. That's it. Like Why don't just you like eat, Jello. I, What's the texture yeah. wrong with it? It's 
the texture is gelatin. Like that jiggle. I just, ugh, no, nope, 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 <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I don't care if it's got fruit in it. I don't give a fuck. No jello. No jello. So it would seem that some cheesecakes would get close to this issue for you. You can't eat cheesecake. I mean, cheesecake. I, I do a little bit. I don't eat like a lot of it at a uh, time, but I can eat like, again, small, small quantities. Yeah, I like is there some gelatin-like cheesecake? Depending on how they cook. Nah, if it's gelatin-like, I'm not eating that shit. I don't eat yeah. mousses like them. Um, the pies that had that moussey shit. Like I don't eat that What's shit. Mousse. I don't like the texture of it. <laughs> I don't eat whipped cream because I don't like the texture of it. <laughs> so I don't put whipped cream. Or if I get like I go to Cheesecake Factory sometimes and I'll get cheesecake and sometimes forget to tell them not to put the whipped cream on. I just scrape that shit off. I don't eat whipped cream. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, what what desserts? What desserts do you have? Uh, red uh, velvet cake off top. Gotta have that. Red velvet cake. Oh, by the way, Shogun red velvet is not gonna be a thing. <laughs> it's not. It's not gonna happen. You never know. No. Things are not things until they are. It's not gonna be a thing. Oh, and I'm sure none of y'all know what I'm talking about. Shogun from Government Names decided that my new nickname needed to be Red Velvet. Not going to happen. You said Government Name. Government Name. There sorry. it is. <laughs> government Name Podcast. G-U-B-M-I-N-T. Yeah. Check it out. Not going to be a thing. But I do like Red Velvet Cake. So. Red Velvet Cake. Key Lime Cupcakes at this point. Strawberry Cupcakes. Yes. Which are uh, both delicious. I don't do sweet potato pie, but I do sweet potato souffle. I want to do uh, some pecan pecan pies this year. I don't eat pecan pies. I don't know what it is about it that I don't like, but I don't like them. I didn't used to, but it ain't nothing but caramelized sugar. Yeah. Mm-mm. With pecans on top. I just didn't know what made up the gooey part of it. It just didn't. I don't know. I just don't like them. Then I... Started making my own and it's it's pretty good. Uh, what the fuck is that chocolate cake? Um, it's got coconut, German chocolate, German chocolate cake. They I don't eat that because I don't eat chocolate. But my always makes a German chocolate cake. Um, I made upside a pineapple cake. upside it's down cake sometimes. But I don't like German chocolate cake. But I made one. It was pretty good. The the chocolate part need to be more chocolatey. It's just very passively chocolate. It's like I might be chocolate when I feel like it. <laughs> what up? Uh, sweet potato pies. Um, that's really it. Well, let's see. If we're talking about Thanksgiving exclusively, then number one, hands down, is dressing for me. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Uh, number two, after dressing, is going to be um, macaroni and cheese. My number two would probably be. Um, sweet potatoes. After yams, that, candy yams. After that, for me, you are gonna have whatever bacon and hog moths is. I don't give care if it's a collard greens or, <laughs> or green beans, whatever got the bacon grease in it. <laughs> that's gonna be number three. All right, number four for me gonna be my sweet potato souffle, uh, which is fantastic. After that, it's gonna be cream corn because I make cream corn. Then it's gonna be mashed potatoes, and then everything else can just fall in line with that. Now, cranberry sauce for me is synonymous with dressing. So, for me, that could go with dressing. That wouldn't be its own thing. Mm-mm. But, yep, that's my we Thanksgiving. We always have turkey, ham, chitlins. Um, it's 
Sometimes he'll have like some slices of beef. They have all kind of meats. Um, we have more than tur- sometimes they'll do a fried turkey. Sometimes it's baked. All the meats. All the meats. Ham. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm ready to eat. And unfortunately, my dogs won't be with. I don't know if it's unfortunate. Like it's gonna be great at first because I won't have to go walk nobody. But then I'll miss them. So. Mm-hmm. They'll be kenneled this year, unfortunately. So yeah. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it into the uh, our Gmail account, which is conversation card artist at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Facebook, conversation card artist, and send us a message um, that way. Um, let's see. What do we want to start with? Um. Jennifer Hudson is uh, split it. She's splitting with her fiance of 10 years and has a restraining order out against him. Um, let me just say, I, I already knew. I don't know what the details was, but I knew these niggas wasn't getting married. And the reason I knew that is because don't nobody rich or, or otherwise be engaged for that damn long. It don't take that long to plan no wedding. So y'all just ain't getting married. Like when year two went by, I was like, okay, all right. They just not going to get married. You got a kid already. The kid ate by now. Like, they, they wouldn't, I knew they wouldn't get married. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what the reason was. Because at first I was like, well, they got engaged, and then she lost her family members. You know, maybe she was dealing with that. But then as more time went on, and she st- I was like, okay, they just not going to get married. Ain't no telling. wonder how much time they get to spend with each other for real. That would be my issue with a celebrity marriage. That's why if I was a celebrity, I would marry a regular ass so person. So they could just come with you? Just be everywhere with me. Yeah. I mean, he does... I don't know how... I don't know how the WWE works. I don't know how time-consuming. Well, I mean, tours for her, like, she would be the one... She would be the... But I'm saying as far as him, he could go with her unless he was wrestling. I don't know how time-consuming wrestling is because that's what he does now. I don't know. <laughs> WWE. So, I mean, but that ain't even even that. There are celebrity couples that make it work and they have to go do two separate things. Like, that get married. There's they, not a lot of celebrity couples that get married and stay married for a long true, time. True, but whether you get married or not, if the relationship ain't gonna work, it ain't gonna work. Not getting married is it gonna make you... They would've stayed together the same amount of time I feel like married or otherwise. Like, I don't know that that getting married puts like a expiration date on your relationship. Either it's gonna work or it's not. Like, you know, they, I think that when you celebrities and you dating a celebrity, y'all gonna have conflicting schedules, and you're just not gonna meet. And then you are gonna meet other people, yeah, in the midst of your schedule, and that's that would normally happen. Yeah, everybody end up dating somebody that they was on tour with, or that they were in a movie with, or that they been on a TV set with, and the other person is just left out to dry. Yeah. I mean, and the, apparently that's the case with Jennifer. Now, what I read is that she's supposed to have been the one that was. That's what I'm saying. Is she the one? That's the case. Well, she found somebody else. Gospel producer, which is Mally Music. Just, now it might be Poppycock, which apparently I'm gonna use that word today. I see, <laughs> but we don't know. Yeah, all I saw, I didn't even know about that part. I just saw that she had a restraining order against him and. That they were were ending their engagement, and like I said, I wasn't surprised because for me they were engaged too long. Like 
Shit, how long was Serena Williams engaged to this white man? They just got married. Like, it don't, you don't have to be engaged for eight years. Like, nobody does that. If the relationship is good, you're just going to go ahead and get married. What the fuck? Serena popped that kid out, gave herself enough time to get back into some, um, you know, okay shape. And they, they got married. That's what you do. Like, you get married. You don't, an engagement is not, <laughs> it is not supposed to last that long. Like, it's not. Like, at the point that you ask somebody to marry you, I feel like you need to be ready to be married. Like, you don't ask them to marry you to hold on to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should already be sure so that, you know, a year from now, we can go ahead and get married. I, it wouldn't take well, me a year. Well, the person who's asking is sure. If you accept, if you accept, you need to be sure you want to be married. So, what happened if you don't accept? What's supposed to happen if a, a person being asked don't accept? Whew. Is the relationship supposed to end? I don't know. Or maybe just, I don't know. What would you expect to happen if a man that you had been dating asked you to marry him and you didn't accept? Would you expect him to continue being in a relationship with you until you were ready? Or do you expect that this was like the... Because a lot of people make it seem like marriage is that ultimatum. Yeah. It's like, you marry me when I ask you, or I guess we ain't meant to be together. What would you expect? I don't know. It depends on who he is as a person. Like If he's able to understand that you know, I may just not be ready to make that step yet, but n- be able to still acknowledge that I care. That doesn't mean we need to. Break. It just depends on who he. I don't. I don't know that I would have an expectation. I wouldn't know what to expect. Like, <laughs> would you ever say yes if you thought that if you said no, he would leave? No, because I'm not going. Like I, when I get married. You know, I, to the best of my ability, obviously, I don't have con- to- total control of this. When I get married, I don't want to have to do the shit again. So I'm not going to agree to marry you if I don't know that that's what I, I want to do just to just to be doing it. Like, I don't think that's healthy, you know. Now, I w- so here's what I don't know. My, my, my fear has always been, like, how would I handle... Like, if he asked me in, like, a restaurant, like, I wouldn't want to embarrass him by being like, no. So, like, I don't know if I'd be like, yeah. And then, like, when we got in the car, like, hey. He going to Chris Brown your ass in that car. But I feel like he would be upset if I if he got embarrassed in front of this restaurant of people. And I was like, no, nah, I don't think this is the right time. Like, which one is worse? Being embarrassed and getting a no or getting the no later in private? <laughs> First off, I would never ask a woman to marry me if I didn't know she was going to say yes. <laughs> we were going to have had several detailed conversations <laughs> about whether she was ready to be married and if the answer was you know what, yes, and if I'm the person that she would like to be that for, I'd be like, bet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to know that that is something that you're trying to move forward. But some people don't. You didn't see any videos of people telling them, you know, saying no and shit. And- they ain't smart. You know, they silly as fuck. I've always wondered how I would handle that. Like, if it was, I wouldn't embarrass him because I feel like that would make it worse. But I would as soon as we got in the car because I don't want you calling your mama and shit. Like, like these strangers, it don't matter if they know they don't. You know, they don't know that we we didn't get married. But like, I can't let you get to your mama and be like, she said yeah, because that's gonna be a whole nother fucking situation. So as soon as we get in the car, as he reaching for his phone, be like, wait a minute, hold up. Listen, <laughs> I didn't mean yes. <laughs> I didn't want to embarrass you, but like, 
I, I've always wondered like how I would handle that, but I would definitely not just say yes just for the sake of saying yes. Other than to like not embarrass him, but later we would have a conversation about it because I feel like you, when you say yes or when you ask, you need to be prepared because I don't need. I didn't already talked about how I ain't no wedding person because I don't want to plan the shit and it costs too much money. So you ask me to marry you, you better be ready like six months from now to walk down this fucking aisle. Like it ain't finna be no long engagement, nigga. So don't ask me if you not ready. Don't ask me thinking that this gonna shut me up because it ain't. We finna get married. Would you get a lope? Would you elope? Yep. I, so my family's jacked up. And I've all another thing that I've been like, fuck, like <laughs> would be the conversation I would have to have about whether or not I would let my dad walk me down the aisle. If I elope, I won't have to deal with that shit. If I elope and then we just have like a reception for the family, I don't have to worry about that shit. He just come to the reception. He won't have to walk me nowhere. So I don't know. I would consider eloping. Cause I just don't want to, and I, I've been to weddings and you know, maybe it makes me a bad woman. I don't get it. <laughs> I've never been one of those people that like had dream wedding and dream wedding dress and I would do this and that. I've just never been that person. Um, it just seemed like a waste of money. It's a party for the other people. That's what I feel like it is. Like you trying to do all of this stuff to impress these other people and it ain't supposed to be about them. It's about me and, and the nigga I'm marrying. So for me, I wouldn't want no big to do because I, I just, that money could have been spent on a down payment for our first house. That money could have been spent on a kick-ass uh, honeymoon for us because it's supposed to be about us. Like, I don't understand spending tens of thousands of dollars on one day. That's stupid to me. I understand that. So, I would definitely be down with eloping. Sure, let's just go. Let's go to Vegas to do it. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Because it's just too much. But anytime I see people who've been engaged for years, like... I got a cousin who been engaged for years. That nigga not finna marry her. We all, the family know it. Like, we don't even ask him about it no more because we know they're never getting married. It's never gonna happen. He ain't gonna marry her. She gonna kill him. Let, this is the one that stabbed somebody, so. Damn. It's who stabbed, it's gonna be who get who first kind of situation. <laughs> it need to be her because he gonna succeed the second time. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, it just depends. Um. Cause he ain't about that life he'll stab you so you know i don't know who would die in that situation but you know we just have as a family just decided that he not gonna marry him because it's been years like it's been at least four or five years at this point and they ain't even made no steps towards that they're not getting married and so with jennifer Hudson, i was like she ain't gonna marry him they never get married I would have been more surprised if the headline was Jennifer Hudson and David Ontongo go uh, elope and get married. I would have been like, what the fuck? That would have been surprising to me. This shit, not surprising. I feel like when you break up with somebody, the automatic move is to just go get a restraining order on them anyway, <laughs> whether they do something or not. Because, you know, the first person who go to the police is the one that's in the right. Yeah, but so my experience, at least with Jefferson County, it's hard to get a restraining on it. Like, I had a lady w went to go get one because her husband kicked the dough in. And they gave her a bunch of shit about trying to get this protection order protection against this nigga. Like, it was not easy to just go. Now, what celebrities, maybe it's a little different. But here in Jefferson County, it ain't that simple. They don't just give them to you. She had a little, man, I mean, in my opinion, she had a legitimate reason for one. But they wouldn't give it to her. They denied her, her protection, her order of protection. Hmm. 
So unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. And I, I mean, I've had multiple people tell me that they've had issues with getting them through Jefferson County Family Court. Well, she's a celebrity. But she's a celebrity, so I'm sure it's a lot easier for her to Pay make her that good shit old happen. Lawyer. Make that, that shit happen. Order. Yep. So, but I wasn't surprised. You know, nobody stays engaged that long. And if you out there listening and you've been engaged for eight years, sweetie, listen, <laughs> Linda, Kill Linda, him. listen, listen, Kill Linda. him. <laughs> Poison that man. No, what what is that gonna do? She ain't gonna be on the um. She ain't gonna get the insurance. She can move on. You can move on without killing the nigga. Go find a new boo. Just do that. Don't kill the nigga. Murder is easier. If you get away with it. Don't listen to him because he ain't finna be out here murdering nobody. He giving y'all bad advice. Don't listen. Well, to I'm not gonna nigga. be in that relationship no way. <laughs> I make this, I'm not make good decisions at the beginning. If you make good decisions at the beginning, you gotta make bad decisions at the end. <laughs> you don't make good decisions at the beginning. Your bad your end decisions gonna have to be some bullshit. Terrible. Mm mm. Poison. Don't poison him. Just leave Just him. send me an email. Just send me. Holler at me. <laughs> Come to my Instagram. Get him an inbox. We'll figure out how to murder some people for just, you. Just leave him and move on. If murder ain't your style, we can do something that'll leave him paralyzed or, you know, not able to speak or partially blind. We can figure <laughs> out some stuff. We can figure out some stuff. <laughs> Don't worry. Just let me. Just holler at your boy. Nigga, what is your first story? My first story. Oh shit! What is my first story? You know what? Uh, Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons allegedly assaulted a 17-year-old model while Brett Ratner watched. And I don't know enough about Russell Simmons to know whether he capable. I don't know. It. It seems like every man one is capable of this shit. Yeah. Every man that exists is capable of this shit Louis because Louis C.K. out here jerking off in front of people. So yes. It's possible. So our society in that way has conditioned us to think that, you know, it, it a lot of it is our birthright. Women mm-hmm. are our birthright. I mean, they used to be property. So I think that a lot of society, that old school way of thinking, which was very flawed and irrational, has found its way into our society. But see, now people are calling other people on it mm-hmm. and shit is being done. This ain't new. No. Men in power been doing this shit. But people are listening now. I think that's the only difference. So what do you think is the reason for for people coming out like Because that? people are listening. I think that seeing that these people are being held accountable, whether or not it's like legally or just in the, the court of public opinion, people are like saying that this is fucked up. These people are terrible, what they've been doing. Like, I feel like the support that the victims are receiving now just publicly again not even talking about like legally has given a lot of these other women um the strength to to say something too because if they feel like okay i'll be listened to now you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like well he's this powerful person nobody's gonna listen to me you know it's gonna be this big thing i don't i think that you know, it's taking away a lot of that fear for some of the victims. And so that's why a lot of them are saying so. Because it's like, shit, let me, okay, while people are listening, let me go ahead and and let this be known as well. So I think that's what it is. And you know what? I'm getting to the point where I don't. it don't really even matter the details of what happened. No. You know, the highlight of this and all of these other stories that's coming out are that these men in power mm-hmm. have either asserted their position on onto different women or it's possible that they misread the situation 
um, with women just because the sheer amount of women that are groupy-like and will, you know, interact with them in that way, it don't change the fact that that interaction is now being scrutinized, held up under a microscope, and we're starting to see what society lies, but I don't think this is going to do, I want to say, I want to hope it's going to do a lot, but I don't think it's going to do very much. Because I mean, you got Trump can come out here and say right. all the women that's put these allegations on me are liars. Yep. And people believe him because he's Donald Trump. It's like when he became the president, it validated all the things that we would call bullshit yesterday. It made everything that we would call bullshit yesterday legitimate today for a lot of people. And he got the balls to talk shit about Al Franken. Franklin? Franken. 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 Like, we don't know your history, motherfucker. Like, you need to get the hush mouth. You don't need to be talking about nobody else's sexual assault allegations at this moment, sir. You the last person to talk shit about somebody. And the issue with that is that he's scrutinizing Franken because he's a Democrat. Yep, because he ain't saying shit about Roy Moore. You can't pay that nigga to say nothing about Roy Moore and that whole situation that's going on. I mean, he said something at the beginning. But it was just not the shit he said about brush, Franken. Rushing yeah. off of it. Yep. You know he condemned Franken for what he did. He's definitely not doing that with Roy Moore. So fuck him. So where is the line by which we measure the men who have done these things and what they should lose, like? I feel like if you use your power to victimize somebody, you should lose that power. So if that power is your standing in Hollywood as a, a big movie producer, then you should lose that. Because obviously you're using that. That's your weapon of choice. Your power is the weapon that you're wielding against these women to get, you know, to get to them. So, yeah, I think that you should lose that. Yeah, I just really don't feel bad. For men who who no. do that and have done that, because I'm a man, and I haven't done any of that. I haven't done anything like that, and I just don't feel bad for them. No, I feel bad for the women who have experienced these situations. I felt like they had to just deal with it because this is it, the only way for me to further my career is just to deal with this bullshit. Like I, that's terrible. That that I mean that you feel like you backed into this corner of. If I want to do what I've always dreamed of doing, this is the door that I have to go through. I have to be being groped by this motherfucker. Like and these women still ain't gonna get no retribution. I mean, yeah. they they may be freed, yeah, from their own emotional blocks that oh yeah that no. experience. Put That's up. why I said legal. It ain't that that stuff is happening legally, but the court of public opinion is trying these people and saying stuff about it. But like legally, I don't know that anything is gonna come from any of these allegations. So, didn't you have another question regarding? Yeah, I mean, so with Louis C.K., he came out and said, "Yeah, I did those things," mm-hmm. and which which was masturbate in front of women, and <laughs> he said that I was, you know, he basically said I didn't really know myself. It was just a, you know, weird messed up time in my life, and yada yada blah blah blah. And I say, you know what? That sounds genuine. He sounds like a man. He was willing to apologize. He's willing to acknowledge and open up. And but then a part of me is like, but what if this was, what if this was a little girl that he had molested and he said all the same shit the same way? 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it happened to have been women that were grown that he masturbated in front of, but it still had the potential to leave such a lasting imprint on those women as it would a young a young child that did that. Oh, yeah. You know, so I'm not measuring it by what happened. I'm measuring it by the damage that it could potentially have done to these women who are coming out. Mm -hmm. And if you measure it by how much potential damage could have been done to these women, it's endless. Mm -hmm. And so I can't have sympathy for even the most empathetic and apologetic man that has done these things to these people. Because my thing is, why is you going through something? Why, why is the result of you going through something masturbating in front of people? Like, what? Like how how <laughs> I don't understand how that was the the end result of dealing with issues. You dealt with your issues by pulling your dick out. <laughs> well, the issue was probably being a young man in a misogynistic society that told you that you know you got to be assertive and aggressive with women. You know, if you want to get with a woman, you got to whip it out and you know let them see. Somebody told him some dumbass <laughs> shit. And, and it's a lot of men out here who are being told dumbass shit. And I had to sit one of my clients down this week and say, what do you know about what's going on in, in society with our state? Mm -hmm. And he was like, nothing. You know, and you know, we as therapists, we're not supposed to be political. We're not supposed to bring our own ideals into things. Mm -hmm. And I didn't do that. But just talking about politics in general is, is walking a tightrope in that sense. It is. But I told him that we have a man that is a, trying to be a senator where a lot of women are coming out and making allegations. Um, he is a young black male. And so even when it's about the police or things that could impact his life, he dates girls. He talks to women. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I just needed him to understand that there is – no matter what any man tells you, any guy tells you, like, a woman's body is her body. The only time that you should ever interact with a woman uh, sexually or even just affectionately mm -hmm. is when you are 100% certain that she wants that and that she is inviting you to do that. Yep. Like, anything you do with a woman should be an invitation. Just like anything a woman does with you should be an invitation. It's just that we're not generally on the side of, you know, not wanting that interaction mm -hmm. women are always on the side of not wanting that interaction yep. and then in a lot of instances feeling pressured into doing it and sometimes it might not be because a person has some kind of societal or cultural power but sometimes it's because they got physical power yep and they scared that they won't be able to get out of that situation anyway and so they go along with yep. it i you kick know. in your balls real fast that's my go-to i will take your family jewels from you you need to start carrying a taser with you yeah like, because that is enough to infuriate somebody enough to be more aggressive if they yeah. really have an intention of trying to do something. Like, it don't it don't cripple them enough to where they can't do something. If you hit them hard enough, it can't? I thought that was like y'all's kryptonite. No, it's not like <laughs> it's not like kryptonite. Um, it's just like any other punch. It hurt, but... I was finna say, I've been told it hurts worse than like... It hurt worse than any other punch, but it's not like... Unless you bust his balls like literally that's gonna be my destroy your testicle that's gonna be my but goal. that's hard because you know they move around it depends on <laughs> if the person got long balls or short balls you know sometimes you kick them and the balls just go to the left and then you know the balls felt them but you know you would have to get like a direct hit impact on somebody with a small oh, ball space 
and then in order for you to actually bust one. But if you didn't do that, which barely happens, because how do you know that didn't happen, Mr. Point Point? Because there's not an epidemic of, of niggas with balls busted at the hospitals. We would have some statistics on that. We don't. So oh, that don't happen enough. So that either mean that women don't do that or a whole bunch of people do it, but the, the long balls just shift them over to the side. I think people get afraid in those situations, and I think you kind of freeze and you're just kind of intimidated i don't know that a lot of people like fight and i mean like you you once you start wrestling around but i don't know that like people are like on the defense i'm gonna be on the defense like as soon as i feel like you getting out of pocket i'm kicking you in your balls i'd rather kick you in your balls and be wrong (laughs) than to not kick you in your balls and i get raped so uh, if your balls have to i'll take the assault charge better than rape (laughs) i will i will take that so i think a lot of people get you get afraid like it's it's like because you don't expect it to happen i wouldn't imagine when it happens they it's usually people it's people that you know you know it's not usually strangers that are out here raping people it's usually people that you know and trust so you don't have an expectation that that's gonna happen and then when it happens you kind of freeze like a deer in the headlights type shit so i don't know that a lot of women are attempting to kick balls yeah my goal would be to kick you in your balls taking your jewels I got you. <laughs> Do you have another question? Can you love and or support someone who has done bad things? I can love them. Don't have to support them. Like, I use the example of Nicki Minaj and her brother. If one of my brothers got accused of molesting a child, he's still my brother. And I love him as that. But will I be supportive of him? No. That nigga can kick rocks. Um especially like when you hear the testimony of the little boy who like walked in like just nah fuck him like at that point i i would not i don't feel a need to be supportive simply because you family when you start doing fuck shit that no so what if it's not that what if it's not to that degree doesn't matter what if if it was like what louis ck did yeah no the fuck is you out here showing your dick for like no what if it's that like is it always a situation where you're going to support the victim like what if it was that what if it happened with your brother your closest brother Mm -hmm. and he put his arm around the girl at a time she didn't want an arm around her and she pushed him off and called it sexual assault you know like okay that's what what i'm saying is at what point do you listen to your brother versus you listen to the woman who's saying what happened from her vantage point because you don't know what happened. That's true. Is there a line? And is there a line that we should use in that regard with the celebrities when these allegations are coming out? With celebrities, no. I feel like um, with my brother, especially my close, my closest brother, I feel like I have a pretty good idea of what he is and isn't capable of. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like even with one of my other brothers, like if some shit came out about one of my other brothers, I might be like, oh. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't know these celebrities. Like, you don't know who they are in their personal lives. I don't know really how you could come to the defense of them not knowing. They might be an asshole. Well, I feel like, I feel like with the celebrities, especially all the celebrities that's come out, these are like clear cut instances of they did some bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, Al Franken mm-hmm. got pictures and said, uh, I did this. <laughs> Roy fuck? Moore is saying, I don't know none of these hoes. 
<laughs> and he done wrote in their yearbook. You know what I'm saying? Not only that, but it's women coming out saying, it's co-workers coming out saying, oh, it was, it was common knowledge that he dated. Yep. He looked at the high school girls. And then it was common knowledge that Roy Moore used to scour the malls looking for women. We just knew to stay away from, like, Oh, that yeah, they didn't get kicked out of Gaston Mall. Yes, he got banned from a mall for being <laughs> creepy as hell. I mean, Harvey Weinstein yep. had a list of 91 people that he wanted this spot agency to investigate. Louis C.K. said this actually happened. I did it, yeah. You know, all of these people, Trump just said everybody that's coming out is liars. You know, that's too blanket. I feel like in these instances, we know what bullshit is. I mean, like, after call, Trump, after that video came out of him talking about what he does you don't have no no ground to stand on talking about they lying on you sir we've seen you talking about how you will do whatever it is that you want to do to a woman because you got money and they'll let you according to your own words so you don't have a you don't have a leg to stand on the fuck are you talking about they all lying no no we heard from your own mouth that you do this shit so. and people keep talking about the timing the timing you're not bold enough to come out when you believe that there is nothing the person can do. And in all these instances, even with Terry Crews, they've been people who have been seeking something from the other person. Mm -hmm. You know, Roy Moore was a DA at the time. Uh, the guy who assault, I forgot his name. The guy that assaulted Terry Crews was a, a high level producer when he was just getting into the industry. Harvey Weinstein was a, a owned a, a, a company that would get celebrities roles in movies. Mm -hmm. Russell Simmons, she was in a casting couch at the time. I say casting couch. She was in a casting call <laughs> at the time when, you know, this event was happening. We can go to all of these celebrities mm -hmm. that this stuff is happening to, and we can pretty much directly attribute it to power. Yeah. And when you're talking about power, who gonna really believe me? And that it don't just exist in this genre. Look at police mm -hmm. and civilians. Who gonna believe a little black kid over a police officer? Yep. Who gonna believe uh hell, who gonna believe a DA over a judge? Yep. Who gonna believe a circuit judge or a state judge over a Supreme Court justice? Yep. Like it exists when it comes to power. We put we put who we're going to believe on a scale. And when you're talking about sexual abuse, it's already something embarrassing. Yep. It's already something that they don't want to talk about. And then it's usually done by people who know that they have the power to be in that position to do yep. it. You don't hear about judges' daughters getting sexually uh, uh, sexually assaulted by people that know she's the judge's daughter. Yep. The people who get assaulted are people who coming from broken homes, which is who Roy Moore was targeting. Yep. People who didn't have father figures in the home. People who had certain issues that would lead them to be more vulnerable to these situations. With the Russell Simmons situation, you're talking about somebody who wants a career. When you're talking about Terry Crews, you're talking about somebody who wants a career. Yep. When you're talking about Harvey Weinstein, you're talking about people that want a career. And you're talking about people who are in position to give them that. Yep. With Louis C.K., you're talking about fellow comedians that probably felt like they could gain from having a positive, inter positive interaction with him. And in some of those instances, they left comedy. Yep. You know? So, it's, but, but, and I was asking you that because it's just not, to me, it's just not going to be too long before we start getting into allegations that aren't as clear cut yeah. as Roy Moore and a 14 year old. Yeah. Not as clear cut as Louis C.K. masturbating in front of women. Not as clear cut as a 17 year old at a casting call. 
we're going to start getting oh, yeah. some that are are subjective on the woman's part and subjective on the man's part to where it's going to be really hard to tell mm -hmm. what is what. And so I'm just going to start keeping my ears open and finding out where that line is between which you believe the victims. Because right now, I'm not saying we don't believe the victims. To me, give the victims the benefit of the doubt immediately, mm -hmm. especially when it's against somebody with power. Yeah. But I have had cases, and I've had like four of these over the course of my time working with kids as a case manager and or therapist mm -hmm. where two children had consensual interaction. A father found out oh, yeah. about their daughter having interaction with the male, and then the male automatically became accused because that girl said he did these things that the daddy told and in this case i had they were both actually the same age they were both 13 mm -hmm. but for some reason they entered him as 16 in the initial paperwork wow because he was 16 when the daddy found out all of this stuff mm -hmm. so it seemed like a 16 year old assaulted a 13 year old they had to get all of that stuff squared away but it messed up his basketball aspirations it messed up so much stuff for him mm -hmm. you know and so that happens a lot. I parents we, need to stop doing that shit. If your daughter's out here fucking, you, why are you blaming the dude? I know a kid that's on the on that's, the sexual. Uh, 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 he's not a kid anymore, but he was registry. a kid when he was put on the registry yeah. because he snuck into a girl apartment. I mean, house with her grandma in the other room. And she caught him, and grandma would not let it go. She would not mark it down to kid's behavior. She would not mark it down to. You know, my granddaughter was complicit in this because she told this boy where we live. She invited him here and she seemingly willingly, you know, went along with what was going on. But, you know, so all I'm saying is that it's going to start changing. Yeah. But to be honest, in this genre, you get a whole bunch of people who are trying their best to figure out. I lost my damn thought. It'll probably come back at some point. <laughs> but this is just, it's just going to get much, much harder to figure these things out. I know what I was going to say. In this world, when you're talking about sexual harassment and things of that nature, a lot of these people that settle also have clauses where you can't talk about it without being sued yourself. Mm-hmm. Or without having some something happen to you, it should not be legal to silence a person that has experienced a crime. It you shouldn't be able to do that. Mm -mm. You shouldn't be able to say, "Well, you can't talk about it now." But I think that is a tool of the wealthy to ensure that they continue to protect their cohorts. That's all that is, and that's what happened in politics. Uh, Fifteen million dollars were paid out to harassment cases and um not it is not it, it don't discern whether it was sexual harassment or other forms of discrimination like uh for the handicapped and things of that nature or people with disabilities mm -hmm. uh it don't discern where that 15 million dollars came from but everybody who got some of that money could not talk about it afterwards which protects the people who did those things and it's just right now that protection is that protection is being lost. Yeah. It seems. But it is what it is. What do you do if you know somebody who, if you're a friend of a friend that did something horrible, what do you supposed to do? 
A friend of a friend? Like Harvey Weinstein's friends. What are you supposed to do? Like distance yourself? And and that's just a really, really clear cut and bad case. But like if you got like if I got a homeboy who like pushed the boundaries with women because of misogyny, like I mean, it ain't you can distance yourself from him or, or stop associating with him, but that doesn't do anything for the victims. But it, with the Harvey Weinstein example, it's going to be the same situation where it's you against Harvey Weinstein, especially if you're just some buddy of his from like high school or something and, and not as powerful as he is. Mm-hmm. I don't know that you're going to be able to be the thing that like topples down his, his tower of bullshit. So, I don't know what the answer to that is. I mean, you cannot fuck with them, but it doesn't help the victims to do that. Yeah. But then, well, I don't know what the answer is because, again, who's to say you're going to be any more believed than the victims would be? Yeah. You might just be a hater. You're just hating on him because he got all these women. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know what the answer to that would be. No idea. But, at the end of the day, that's pretty much all I got. Because yeah. it was just going to be a combination of all of these different things. Oh, no, it's not. No, it's not. You can go. I got something else. Uh-huh. I got to let y'all know about this other thing. But you can go ahead. <laughs> well, I was just going to mention, I mean, this because it goes along with this, Gabby Douglas. So her, one of her teammates, um, Allison, Al- Allie Raisman, claimed that she was sexually assaulted by a former US, uh, USA gymnastics doctor. So, you know, everybody came out in support of her. And then Gabby Douglas said, however, it is our responsibility as women to dress modestly and be classy. Dressing in a provocative slash sexual way entices the wrong crowd. Gabby, damn it. Why would you say that? So then Simone Biles, uh, she said, shocks me that I'm seeing this, but it doesn't surprise me. Honestly, seeing this brings me to tears because as your teammate, I expected more from you and to support her. I support you, Allie, and all the other women out there. Stay strong. And the crazy thing is she say doesn't surprise me. And they have a relationship. Yeah. So that means that she's experienced some things with outside Gabby. of yeah. us with Gabby that indicates that, hmm, she might be questionable on how she feels about these women's rights. But they are literally in a profession where they wear fucking one-piece leotards. <laughs> like, what? What is dressing modestly, Gabby? What does that mean? Like, exactly. <laughs> like, you dress as... <laughs> I, she probably don't equate that. That's not dressing, like, slutty, I imagine. But what if it was how... a gymnastics doctor that sexually assaulted her... It don't matter how you're dressed when you're being examined. It's all going to come off. <laughs> but it also plays to how Allie dresses outside of, of this place. I imagine, and not from not agreeing with Gabby, but I think from Gabby's perspective, her comment is telling us how she sees Allie, Allie dressing. And from Simone Biles' comment, it goes to show how Gabby responds to when she sees things like this yeah. for that comment to put Gabby in a mode where, or to put Simone in a mode where she's like, don't surprise me. 
Well, so then after everybody got in her ass, Gabby came back and said, I didn't correctly word my reply, and I am deeply sorry for coming off like I don't stand alongside my teammates. Regardless of what you wear, abuse under any circumstances is never acceptable. I'm with you. Gabby is too late. It's too late now. <laughs> Gabby is too late because that's exactly what you were saying is that how you dress has something to do with the abuse. So then for you to come and say, regardless of what you wear, Gabby Hush, you you fucked up. You put your foot in your mouth. Mm -hmm. The black community coming back for your edges now. Oh. We try to protect your ass from the, from the beginning. You better have that shit laid right in the future because oh, yeah. you done lost everything. You if you if you go hang out with Trump at any point, black community on Chris at Michelle your ass. <laughs> I want to let you know. Pretty much. I mean, just that that whole idea of you asking for it. Now, I choose to be covered not because I don't I'll give a fuck about the messages sent out. I just, you know, I like to be warm. <laughs> what? Like I just don't. That ain't. It's just not how I dress. But that whole and now now don't get me wrong if i'm gonna go out on a date i am gonna be con uh conscious of what i wear and it isn't because i should have to be it's just because i know how some niggas are and so as a precaution i might temper how i dress a little bit especially if it's a first date with somebody that i don't know well yet because that'll be used as an excuse as to why. Well, she just looks you know she was dressed like she wanted it i ain't got time for that shit. but let me just say this Nick, people act like men are, are animals. Y'all are not animals. You can see ass and titties and walk away. You do not have, just because you see something don't mean that you're entitled to have it. Don't mean that you're invited to have it. You are not this uncontrollable, just animal running around. Because you control yourself in other aspects of your life. And I was going to say the same thing you just said from my vantage point. I'm a man. And every now and then when I go in Walmart, wait a minute, let's, let's not use Walmart. Whoa, let's, finna say. <laughs> let's, use, let's use Target. Or, no, let's not use Target. I mean, let's not use Publix. I was like, let's use Target. <laughs> in Target, you can find a nice mixture of young, yes. white and black tenderonis. In Publix, you're going to find the um, soccer mama ronies, yeah. you know, and you're going to find All in Walmart, you're going to find. Uh, <laughs> that's where, you know, sugar meets the shit sometimes. <laughs> So, and I see a nice looking young woman, and that could be that she, you know, has some hams on her. <laughs> it could mean that she has some nice breasts on her, you know. Uh, and, and not only do she have those things, but sometimes they're set up in a way that, you know, <laughs> she wants you to kind of see. And sometimes it's just a woman who don't have any of that set up, but the way that she walks and carries herself, it's just she's like... She looks like she has been touched by Athena. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Some women have that. Like, I think Rihanna got, like, I think Rihanna just got a, a, an aura yeah. around her that just draws you to her yeah. in a sexual way like mm -hmm. that. Everybody don't have that. Yeah. But some people have that. And at no point do I look at them women and say, I deserve that. I'm going to go follow her to her car. I'm going to go get that. <laughs> I can have that. What I say is, that is a wonderful specimen <laughs> that either God and or evolution has put together and it blessed my eyes and I'll probably never see her again. Yeah. And know that I'm seeing that same person again if I do see her again. <laughs> but that's all it is. That's all it is. That's all it has to be. Yep. 
Just but, move on from that. But people act like, you know, if you can see the the figure, if you can see she got a rack on her, if you can see those things, then you're automatically turned into some kind of predatory creature that just has to have it because she's dressed this way. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? And the most dangerous part of that way of thinking is the women that think that way. Like Gabby. The women that think that because look. When I think that way about those women, that's all it is. Yeah. If if a man is a predator mm-hmm. and he thinks that way about a woman, it don't matter if she dressed like a goddamn Eskimo. <laughs> okay? <laughs> He's getting in that parka. I wanna <laughs> let you know right now. Inside the igloo. <laughs> It's not about what the victim does. It's not about what a woman does. It mm-hmm. don't matter. Mm-mm. A woman can be butt naked mm-hmm. and that does not entitle you to the space of another person in no form of fashion. Do people know that people, you know, we didn't had a lot of instances of, of, of men or like serial rapists creeping into women's homes at night while they in the bed sleep. Should they have had on flannel pajamas? Like, you know, it's like, where, where's the line of this? Because you realize that there are people who do this to folks that they don't know who aren't dressed in a particular way. You know, you had people going around the neighborhoods raping people and, and having a whole neighborhood in fear because they don't know who the fuck it is until the guy gets caught. What, what, what's the excuse then? Because these people's in their house minding their fucking business. So what's the excuse then? Should I, is there a specific way I should dress for bed in my house? Well, I have a really good, I have a good solution for house break-ins, okay? I think that anybody that breaks into your house, there should be a new alarm system that sprays you with honey and glitter (laughs) upon entry. They are immediately going to run out that house. Yes. But if you call the police and say, Whoever you see with honey and glitter all over their ass. It was him. It was him. Because he can't get them. First off, you ain't going to be able to get that glitter out your half of like oh God. a month. You're going to be fine. You got to cut your hair. You got to get yeah. the low top. Because glitter is. Ugh. Yeah. like Or if you got a beard. like Oh, shit. That when people glitter. see you with see glitter in your beard, they be like, you been robbing houses? <laughs> you know how hard it is to get honey out anything? <laughs> on you like it's hard like yeah. hair is like you you gotta take a shower immediately and yep. if you break into a house alarm system will go off boom honey glitter <laughs> flower too just anything if the police officer see that dude running it was him <laughs> yeah now if you don't have that two you just get a Saturday night special yes if you find out it's somebody in your neighborhood raping or robbing you're going to have to get you a pistol. Yep. Or a taser if you don't want to do a pistol. Yeah. You know, a taser would be easier because with a taser, you can seem more helpless. Yeah. And then hit them with that thing and then, you know, mess them up. But otherwise, ain't nothing you can do. I mean, that whole line of thinking makes it seem like everybody that get raped was dressed provocatively. And that's not the case. Like I said, you had, uh, there are serial rapists that go around. And, and sneak into people's homes and rape them. You have people that do date rape, like that that go out scouring for people online and shit because they plan on on date raping them, slipping shit into their drinks. That was a whole whole thing. Where when I went to college, my mama was like, "If you didn't buy the drink, don't drink it. And if you set it down, don't drink it." Like it, 
she beat that into my head because people were slipping folks drugs and shit. What's the excuse for those people? You know what I'm saying? Like that the dress thing just does not that that's not a good excuse. And and with it coming from another young woman, it's just sad. And Gabby, you're not gonna be able to backtrack from that, sweetie. You just ain't. You just gonna have to take that L. Just take that. Or L. something better you could have said was not that you minced your words. What you could have said was damn i didn't understand the depth of this issue yeah. until i was able to speak to some people mm -hmm. that educated my young dumb fucking ass <laughs> about it and now i understand why what i said was wrong and i want to apologize to my teammate yep but that oh i said the shit wrong <laughs> we ain't stupid well some of us are stupid i ain't stupid i ain't stupid either red ain't stupid no. So you meant what you said. You bitch. meant what you said. You said what you meant, and your PR agent said you need to say this stuff, and and it and, still didn't work. No, because people were so not only were people horrified, your own other teammates were horrified and called you out. It's just you. It's too late. Just take that L, Gabby. Just take that L. Take it. So. What was your, you had something you were all excited about that you had to tell people about? Y'all, this is just, it was, you have anything else? Uh, no. This is the last thing then. Look, I don't know how I got to this, but I just came across this article. When unpaid student loan bills mean you can no longer work. <laughs> now, if y'all don't know, I want to let y'all know about me and student loans. <laughs> all right. I have a lot of student loans. Okay. You do that when you have a master's degree. I have not started paying them back. I should have started paying them back about 10 years ago. <laughs> I did not. Okay. Now, I'm going to pay for that at some point in my future. I'm going to pay for that at some point when I start a relationship and I got to let her know, hey, our financial stability might be throttled for, you know, six or seven years because <laughs> we got to take care of this stuff that they're going to come after me for. But that's my relationship with loans. I've been sued by a company for that's loans. Crazy. I won that situation, had them drop it. The judge dropped it without prejudice, which means that they can come back after me for it. <laughs> but they didn't have their ducks in a row. They, they, And this is why right now I'm skeptical about starting to pay them. Because have you ever heard of ghost debt? Mm -mm. So after about seven years. Oh, it, yeah. Stuff fall off. It, after Well, it's, they, don't, they don't fall off. They just can't be pursued legally by the person that you owe to uh, after seven years in most states after seven years they can't they can't pursue you legally okay. so when it starts to get this like this loan this particular loan it was about six and a half years uh, and they came after me so <laughs> they try to get it in as far as long as they can the problem is these loans are so predatory that they call you and say because when them seven years finna come up if they're not gonna take legal action they'll call you and say hey uh we know you owe these loans if you pay us five dollars you know we can take you out of default status that five dollars reset your seven years yep so now they can come after you the way they have been doing yep for and the so, full amount yeah and so i learned all this through this situation that i went through it was really stressful <laughs> i had a lawyer friend helping me out and I was filing all the paperwork and everything. And I met the dude at the court on the court date. I was in there. He came up to me and said, hey, are you Mr. On Point? And I was like, yes, sir. He was like, we're not going to fight your uh, your motion to drop the, drop the, char the case. <laughs> you know, because they just didn't have all the information mm -hmm. that they should have had. Which leads me to believe they don't have all the information that they need to have. Mm -hmm. So I don't think they can ever come after me for it. I just need to know what that's going to mean for my credit moving forward. Yeah. You know, but 
my relationship with loans is that if if Donald Trump tomorrow signed an executive order that said that anybody who owes a, a top dollar high amount of loans can now be assassinated by the loan companies, Shit. nigga, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you Damn. right now. I'm packing up Should what I, I love. To, I'm gonna have to go too. And I'm going. The we fuck? can go to uh, Amsterdam or Mexico. Shit. We can go somewhere. We can yeah. go somewhere else. But that's what's go. gonna happen. Yeah. I'm gonna have but to this go. says when un unpaid student loan bills mean you can no longer work. For any of you that are professionals, mm -hmm. there are 20 states where your license can be seized if you default on your student loans. That is some if you are a firefighter, a therapist. A, a psychologist, a nurse, that a teacher, a barber, a real estate broker. Wow! They can they can take your license. They can seize your shit. How now, is that beneficial to you getting your money by making it where I can't work, motherfucker? It's not beneficial. <laughs> it, it's a How message. It's gonna help you. It's like it's like the loan shark uh, busting somebody else's kneecaps. Oh, kneecaps. Because the people that it helps. Is the people who still got kneecaps. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the people who still got kneecaps be like, oh shit, let me pay this I shit. I know they're crazy. So here. that's what this does. If I knew somebody in Georgia who got they they license seized because of loans, I might have a different conversation <laughs> with the loan people when they call me. <laughs> this this is how I survive. Yeah. But it plays into the greater efforts of our country to support the predatory practices mm -hmm. of loan companies of banks of the auto industry of all these industries that yep. will fuck you oh, yeah. if you don't pay them back with no lube they shouldn't have gave you that money at the beginning in a lot of these instances nope. now since they gave me this money i do know that i owe this money there's it, no way around me justifying why i'm not paying this this money outside of it's a system that's predatory and has come after me i mean my cousin had his identity going after for 250 of 250,000 house that is currently on his credit that he don't know what happened and it was no way out for him because the predatory nature of those groups were coming after him for that money because they thought that he he had that money so right now I'm just really skeptical but the fact that they can take your licenses for these reasons man that is really hard and the thing is none of the boards they don't keep a note of how many people this has happened to. They don't. They don't really pay no attention mm -hmm. to it. Like Boris got other shit to do. Mm -hmm. They don't keep a number of how many people been revoked because they ain't paying their student loans. But all in all, that just kind of makes me scared of what is going to happen in the future with loans and with all these predatory aspects. So with uh, Betsy DeVos in this situation and Trump and I don't know. Betsy can kick rocks. If we oh, have to record this show from Mexico or Amsterdam <laughs> one day, y'all gonna y'all gonna know that's what happened. Yep. I hate to have to go back to bartending at Red Lobster <laughs> if my license got seized. But you know what it is? It's the lobbyists of these loan companies is coming into these states saying, mm -hmm. "Hey, we can pay y'all a whole bunch of money if y'all figure out a way how to get these professionals who are likely to have college degrees mm -hmm. to pay us back." And it's crazy because the the confliction is that 
this same America is the one that told you that you need to go to the schools yep, to get, get these disagree. professions yep. so that you can contribute to society. Yep. They told me that my job was to try my best to be able to contribute to society, but I'm contributing to society and they want to stifle that because that wasn't what they really believed. Nope. What they wanted was for us to participate in a system by which they can perpetually gain money and offer the backs of people who feel like they're doing something noble or doing something to help the society that we live in. Yep. So... I just wanted y'all to know that, man. If y'all some professionals out there and you ain't paying loans back, I'm just saying. Yeah. You gonna have to move to Mexico and Amsterdam with me in red. <laughs> you gonna have to start back paying them loans, or you gonna have to get your license seized. And Alabama is the only state in the little in the circle. Area. We the only one. Every state around us, uh, except for South Carolina, North Carolina, but all the other states around us, they got that shit. And I'm just wondering where is this in Alabama? Like, where is the legend? Because it. It benefit them to lobby for this stuff. Yeah. Where is that in Alabama? I keep deferring mine. So I'm not in non-payment. I just, I, I fill out a deferment. Oh, they probably think year. I'm dead. Because I don't make no fucking money to pay y'all back. I don't make enough. Sorry. We I got to live. The, the, the last conversation I had with them, they, they said that I qualify for a special payment program in which I would have to pay $1,100 a month. The fuck? When I paid, when I was, when everything that they calculated was about $1,250 a month Who of what I get paid to live. that? On top of living expenses. And that's when I was working at Red Lobster. They smoking. But I also did lie about how much I made. But it wasn't that much more for them to say that I should pay $1,100. They only had my word. So the fact that they did that means that they don't really give a fuck about what I got going on. No. And you know what? That was disrespectful to me. <laughs> so I disrespected them on the phone. And subsequently, every time I haven't paid. Well, let me tell y'all this. Uh Ghost debt is, is zombie debt. Zombie debt, not ghost debt. Oh, okay. Zombie debt is debt that uh, that after seven years it can't be going after, but it's kind of still on your credit, and they're gonna try everything they can do to get that you know reactivated Stop to get that. Drop seven off years. your credit after seven years, though, doesn't it? I don't know. I, I don't know the is. difference between all of these different things, but check it out and uh, make sure you know whether you actually own that loan because. If somebody call you about a loan or a payment or something that you don't own and you pay a first payment on it, then it belongs to you now as far as the law is concerned. Yep. It automatically become yours and can be attributed to your credit report. Yo. Um, There was something else. If you get a letter to sue you about a loan or anything, do not ignore that shit. Like, if you get a subpoena, don't ignore oh, that shit. Oh, hell no. You never ignore a subpoena. Go reply. It's called an answer. Deliver an answer to that subpoena. And the answer can be, uh, I don't owe no money. I don't know what y'all talking about. That's what my lawyer told me to do. She said, I am not aware of such funds. And, yada, yada, blah, 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 blah. and I, I didn't know who, what fund it was because it was a new company that owned it at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, but if y'all have any questions about it, holla at your boy. I did about a year research on this. <laughs> you know, find me on Twitter, Instagram, Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. We can talk about it. I can help you move in a direction. You sound like one of them, these black uh, loan companies or like tax companies around here. Like during tax time, they mm -hmm. had on commercials. Hey, you got seven kids? Well, we'll get you seven stacks. Come to, come to Eminem Tax Services. We'll get you paid. Got a car? Don't worry about it. You'll have one after this. <laughs> That's what you sounded like. That's what that reminded me of. Uh, it, we'll start hearing that around January. We'll file, we'll file with just your tax returns. <laughs> we right next to a chicken spot, too. It's good. Come on down. <laughs> that 
was one easy money taxes, easy easy money tax service in Montgomery. Mm. They had like these crazy commercials. Like <laughs> we ain't never scared. That was one when I was in college. Bro, don't when get your... Bone Crusher when that song was popular, they used that song in their commercial. Bro, don't get your taxes done in the hood. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what gonna happen. You gonna get your taxes done. They not gonna use their real name and their real information. They gonna get you a ton of money back illegally. And then when and, the IRS come for that ass, you yeah, ain't gonna be able to find. <laughs> they business gonna be long gone. They gonna have a new business with a new name and a new year. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Don't do it. It look good. It sound good, but don't claim nobody else. Don't fuck with the IRS. I just don't know how much to drive that home for people. Don't fuck with the IRS. No. The IRS won't. They, they some goons. They gonna get their shit now. They won't just fuck you. <laughs> they will shoot a missile in your ass. <laughs> and you will be flying through the air on the end of it. That's what the IRS do to your ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's pretty terrible. Sorry for the visual, but that's what they do. There it is. I should apologize for a lot of visuals that I probably give in this situation. I mean. But I ain't sorry, though. So don't lie. Don't apologize. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I processed it. I said I should at first. Realize that I shouldn't because I don't give a rat's ass. <laughs> and then I said, I'm not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So there it was go. active. Anyway, but that's all I got. All right. You got anything else on your mind? Just ready to eat this food. Excited. And I'm going zip lining, so I'll burn off calories. Because you, you have to walk up to where you're going to zip oh, line. Okay. So yeah. I got you. You have to go up the hill I to zip you. down. So. All right. Well, me too. <laughs> Not zip lining, but the food. <laughs> Uh, well until we come to the next conversation we out holla